fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live, it's the way that we live. And I Hi, I'm Reese. And I'm Carly. And this is to, to Al and back. back, a podcast about <laughs> the L word, <laughs> a podcast about the L word, the program show, the program that show we're okay. doing. Yeah, uh-huh. that's good. Yeah. It's about um, ladies and one man. They're all really mean to. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one dog, a tiny dog named Sounder. Sounder. I'm, I'm going to be calling this dog Sounder too going forward. Oh, right. Because Sounder this too. is the second Sounder. Um, oh, and then there's also the man who runs the studio. Oh, Aaron. Yeah. Tina's boss. Yeah. I think that sums it up. That's all the characters. Yeah. You just named everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well. Well, good. Great. Great episode. Great episode. <laughs> I had a really nice time watching it. I enjoyed it. This is a, a real treat. This episode. <laughs> there's a lot going on here. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm actually, I really love this episode. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. Today is a very exciting day because we have a really exciting guest. We sure do. Please welcome to the show, the one and only Zeke Smith. <laughs> Woo! Hey! Yay! We are, much like Alice Piazeki, <laughs> podcasting about lesbians. <laughs> yes. Except ours is like an audio thing. Yeah. So I, full disclosure, it's been a long time since I've watched <laughs> season five of The L Word. And I just watched this episode. And just in the recap, it brought back so many feelings and memories. Uh-huh. And that uh, it's also like this season was like probably written in 2007, 2008. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Alice has both a podcast and a social media dating site. And uh-huh. to me, it's no wonder that in the reboot, she's worth gazillions of dollars because she yeah. got on the ground floor of two yeah. things that are huge now. Right. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Just like I did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now I have... You're a media mogul, Reese. $1,000 in the bank. <laughs> Saving it for a rainy day. I'm excited about well, it. Well, it's LA. It's never going to rain again. Um, <laughs> Zeke, welcome to the show. We are so excited you are here. Why don't you tell um, our listeners a little about yourself? So I'm Zeke. Um, if you, I, I would identify myself as a writer and a comedian. But if you have any idea who I am, which you probably don't, and that's fine, and that's probably for the better. Um, I was on, <laughs> I was on two seasons of Survivor, and I'm most like well known for like being outed as transgender during my second season of Survivor. You know, it wasn't great, but hey, I won a Glad <laughs> Award, and I met my boyfriend. So. You know, I mean, uh, wow. those not are too shabby. That, I mean, that's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. That, those are both great things to come out of that's it. That's kind of the best case, scenario. especially the boyfriend part. I mean, the God Award's nice, yeah. but I mean, the boyfriend. Yeah. That's yeah. great. I mean, me and the boyfriend are serious. Like we're in escrow on a house right now. What? Oh, Congratulations. Wait. Thank you. We're now's the to time to buy homeowners. Yeah, you get that low interest rate. Yeah, uh, now's the time. That's right. You're making big moves. I love it. Um, So we love to start this off when we have guests on the show by asking the all important question. What is your L word origin story? What are the where where were you? What were you doing? What was going on in your life when you first were watching this program? 
Uh, yeah, so I remember this very vividly. <laughs> um, I was, I think I was 16 years old, 15 or 16, and I knew Queer as Folk was a thing. And mm-hmm. I was pirating Queer as Folk, um, <laughs> like secretly, you know, on LimeWire, under the covers in my bed, <laughs> and yeah. like watching it and being like, mm, nobody knows I'm queer. And then, every, and, you know, of course, everybody knew I was queer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and as you have probably uh, ascertained, I... I'm I'm a gay trans guy, um, which but I didn't start that way because <laughs> living in Oklahoma in the early aughts, the like first oh, wow. off ramp towards masculinity was lesbian because that's where cargo shorts and short hair and football jerseys <laughs> resided. Totally, you no, know, and there were no trans guys in the media. Um, yeah, you know, uh-huh. Max was obviously our first television character, and oof. Um, <laughs> I've got feelings about that and how he played a role in my transition and my community. Um, but yeah, so I heard, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm big dyke, roar. And I heard. Did you do that voice? That the, Cause that's convincing. Yeah. <laughs> you would think people would have been like, maybe you're more male identified. Like but we didn't know there wasn't enough representation. Exactly. Hashtag representation matters. Um, so yeah. So I asked my you know, because for the L word, I was like, oh, I'm going to want to watch it the moment it comes out. I don't want to wait right. to pirate it, you know, like weeks later. So I asked my parents, I was like, you know, for birthday or Christmas, I want Showtime. Uh-huh. And you like, I love Californication. Yeah. I just want to <laughs> keep up on it. Yeah. I was like, it's just it's for like the expanded film content. Yeah. 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 Um, and my parents were very concerned about my <laughs> academics and getting into a good college. So they're like, yeah. no, 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 we're, you know, since more television is a distraction, here's the thing. If you get a 1600 on your SAT, then we will get you showtime. Oh my God. So guess who studied all summer and got a 1600 on his SAT? Whoa, <laughs> oh my God. that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Holy I got my, my showtime and I got to watch my L word and I would just... <laughs> watch and drool okay. and TiVo that shit and rewatch and just, oh, it was, you know, because I lived in, uh, you know, a very small community in central Oklahoma, I didn't, you know, have any other queer people around me. So this got to be my, my queer world yeah. and the future I imagined for myself and what I thought, you know, it was going to be like to be a queer person, you know, in a place where people could be queer. And then, you know, of course it's not <laughs> the, <laughs> the 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 authenticity of the L word uh-huh. um yeah. is is hmm. running at about three percent. So uh-huh. um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe that you got a sixteen hundred in your SAT, first of all, but also that you did that so that you could watch the L this word. This is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know if that's might be our best like effort story that we definitely we've best so effort far. story. Yeah, like, like that's most amazing. effort put into yeah. getting to getting access to the L word, wow. like you ace the fucking SATs. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I really wanted to watch some like hot naked ladies get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally it's a it's a good cause. It's a worthy cause getting shot. I mean, <laughs> there there are worse reasons to study yeah, for the yeah. SAT, right? Exactly. Yeah, there are. So you, you were in high school when it was started. Yeah. So I was in high school, I think, for the first two seasons, maybe. Mm-hmm. Then I um I, I went to college thinking like, all right, I'm going to go to college and like be with like all the other 
dykes and we're going to go to the women's center and watch <laughs> L Word on the Sundays. <laughs> and that's and that's what we did. And that was a very and that like, was exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what we, that we watched the women's the L Word at the women's center on Sundays and like. <laughs> Had you know a hairy armpit festival, and you know people would like go and like hook up in the broom closet and what have you. <laughs> this um, is like legendary. I love this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, it was a lot of fun, and it felt so great to have community, um, yeah. and which made it so hard when because like right when I got to campus, you know, because I never met any other lesbians. I didn't know that that's what it, what I was because I just defined it myself. And that's the only right. term I had access to. Mm-hmm. But then I like met other lesbians at college in 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 Boston and um they were like, "Oh, are you trans?" And that was mm-hmm. the first like time I had in, encountered that idea or anything. Um and it took a couple of years to sort of wrap my head around the fact that I was trans mm-hmm. um and one of the reasons that it took me two years i think to um finally articulate myself as as trans is that you know as max was transitioning on the l word um mm-hmm. while i was in college and i saw how all the l word gang who i always like identified with you know alice and shane and all that jazz i saw how they reacted to max and I was like, oh, I'm going to transition and I'm going to be like shunned from this community that I've longed for for 18 years. Like, I'm going to lose my community if I transition. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I did to a great degree lose that community of people that watch the L word on Sunday. Like, yeah. because they their first experience with a transgender man was max and they were following alice mm-hmm. and yep. jenny and the other people right yep. that's how they were being mm-hmm. taught to react so oh, man yeah people like don't now i think people are starting to see all the turfiness that's mm-hmm. out of the uk and they're understanding that there is a left-wing opposition to trans people mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. most people don't understand that i'm like you know the biggest hurdles i faced with like uh, friendship and with acceptance in college were from people who were feminists or people who were like super involved in like the LGB movement and mm-hmm. didn't want the T to join. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And now people see it in the UK and they understand, you know, why it exists here, but it exists so much less in the United States than it used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's still pretty strong here though. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that speaks to, I mean, we obviously have talked a lot about Max's storyline on this podcast oh, yeah. because it's just, really remarkable how what a bad job they did yeah yeah, yeah it yeah. is like really there are no stereotypes about trans guys like one of the ways that i often talk about how there's such a lack of representation of trans men is that we don't have our own slur um <laughs> oh like God. no one has taken the time to like come up with something specifically like derogatory towards us yeah um <laughs> but to the extent that there are negative stereotypes about trans men the yeah. L word hits all of them. Every single yep. one. Every of them. single one. Yeah. They check yeah. every yeah. box. They really do. Uh-huh. I'm gonna. I'm, I know we're not supposed to plug until the end, but I'm gonna plug right now. Do it. So I'm in the documentary Disclosure Trans Lives Yay! on Screen. Yay! Yay! It was just so 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 good. So good. Which yes. we have also talked about quite a bit on this podcast because yes. of how much we. Oh, it. awesome. We well, yes. if you you haven't got the memo, it's on Netflix. Watch it and tell everybody you know about it. And so part of my like homework is I knew I was gonna talk about the L word. And then I also mm-hmm. was asked to do my homework on Coach Beast in Glee. And yeah, that was 
Yeah, it, what, but what's so interesting is, interesting. you know, I just sort of like paced through all the Max stuff and the L word yeah. to, to catch up. And then I watched the episodes of Glee with Coach Beast, which I didn't watch. I didn't, I wasn't a deep watcher of Glee. Yeah. And they, they just, it's like they watched the L word and they decided not to talk to any real trans guy oh, and just no. like mapped all of the same like testosterone yeah. rage oh. and everything. Yeah. Um, wow. I didn't, I didn't watch those episodes. I watched like early Glee and then kind of fell off. I was like, I'm not yeah. the audience for this show. I'm too old. But like, <laughs> but like yeah. I honestly didn't realize that's what happened with the character until I saw that part in Disclosure. And I was like, oh, really? Wait, I just like completely stopped paying attention to Glee. And then I saw yeah. that and I was just like, whoa. But to know that they just retreaded all the exact same bad decisions yeah. that the L word made many years prior is so disappointing. And yeah. with a cis lesbian actress playing yeah. the part. Yeah. But yeah, I recapped Glee, so I had uh, to watch all of yes. that. And honestly, it felt like they wanted to have a trans guy on the show. Like they wanted to ha- check that box and say that they had done that. Yeah. It didn't feel like they had any interest in actually telling a trans story. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to be a show that had a trans character, a trans man character. That's how yeah. it felt. Yeah. <laughs> and so they did a really bad job. <laughs> but i will say this as like icky as i felt about um and continue to feel about max uh my boyfriend got invited to go to the premiere of the new l word on like a tuesday night he was so not into it and i was like no motherfucker we are going (laughs) this show played a pivotal role in my life and we are putting on our pants and we are going (laughs) yep That was a fun party. That was that premiere was actually pretty fun. I had a good time. Yeah, it was good. We didn't end up going to the after party, but you know, I want I'm I'm tight with Leo Shang and and Brian Michael Smith, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to support them. Yeah, you know, it was cool that Dana was there and everybody cheered. Yeah, (laughs) that was yes. There was actual applause when people realized that that she was there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. she's just always around. She's just lurking i hope eileen shaken wakes up every day and is like "Ooh, i messed up with that yeah did you have any favorite characters when you were watching it Ooh, well i mean here's the thing <laughs> for me the ultimate which transphobe did you like the best yeah, of all seriously. <laughs> which well, one really spoke to you for me I, I i you can date it like pre-max so before max transition mm-hmm. um you can i feel like Carmen and Shane fucking in a DJ booth is maybe yes. my favorite L word character. So my favorite song, <laughs> Carmen and Shane fucking by Easy Girl, which yeah. is the score to the scene. Um, yeah. I love that that's a character. Yes, perfect. I totally get it. Makes yeah. Sense. And I, 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 you know, I enjoyed Jane Lynch's character, yeah. the big brassy uh, lawyer lady. Um, yeah, she's funny. And I actually wrote in my notes for this episode, mm. I forgot she was a character, but Don Denbo yeah. yes. is uh-huh. maybe my favorite character She's name. Such a good villain. Don yes. Denbo and her lover, Cindy. They have some yes. really great stuff coming up in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I love them so much. They are the most ridiculous thing. And the story behind it is even better. I know. my fa- I know. Um, someone who was very much not transphobic and very supportive of Max, Alan Cummings, Billy yep. Blankley yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because yes. I, when I was 12 years old, I saw Alan Cumming in Cabaret on oh Broadway. Uh-huh. And I like oh, wow. marked that night as my sexual awakening. Like yeah. I felt things yeah. I'd never I felt before and didn't know what. And then amazing. to see him like being like so into yeah. getting fucked by a trans guy. Still, I'm like, 
Oh, Alan Cumming, one day, you and I. <laughs> oh, God. We love Alan Cumming so much. <laughs> Woo. All right. Today's episode is 505. It's called Looking at You, Kid. And it was written and directed <laughs> by Angela Robinson, who we Yay! love. Yay. She's love amazing. Her. Love her so much. Um, and originally aired February 3rd, 2008. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That means we probably watched it together. Yeah, we probably did. Should we get should we get into it? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into it. It's the table read. Very exciting. It is the table read for the movie and the whole cast of weirdly named not exactly the <laughs> cast of the l word is gathered it's the mm -hmm. most like meta thing that could happen and they're yeah. like they go around the table and they introduce themselves so this is also our time where we get to see who's who has been cast to play each mm -hmm. of our beloved characters <laughs> and we see that like even in lesbian fantasy world where there can be two rival lesbian bars um and there are no lesbian bars in los angeles but there are two right. in this there scenario. are two <laughs> and we have a lesbian woman who wrote and is directing the script a, a bisexual woman who is executive producing and still in that context they decide to cast mostly straight people yes. and whitewash the hell yep. out of the cast they sure did and not just like shane is Bare, like is very like on you know on the mask she's on the farthest on the masculine scale of the like lesbians of the l word but not that far in terms of the world yeah at large sure, or whatever sure. for sean they cast just like another just like, like very, white like, skinny femme like lesbian <laughs> yeah so kit played by cat is still black but they made bet white yeah yes which we address later in the episode yes. yeah but it's also like why? Why? <laughs> Why? Why did you decide Why? to? Like, you're not even making an attempt to fictionalize no. the, the names or anything. So it's very clear who is supposed to be who. Yeah. And why not cast a woman of color? Right. Why not? A great question. Also, why Tina, not? who is in love with Bet, is the producer of the film. Yeah. Like, she was in the rooms making those like, decisions. <laughs> yeah. Also, and it's also mother, like, to Bet's child. Yeah. Yeah. There are two uh, other things I'd like to note about this cast. One is that um, Patricia Velasquez is playing Begonia, who is playing the predator, Marina. Um, and she is gay. Yes. She did. Okay. In she real came life. out but she way came after out this. A few years ago. Yeah. yeah. She, but she was like secretly dating Sandra Bernhard for like a series of years, which is interesting. That's interesting. And then she wrote a book. Um, and the other thing is that the girl who plays. Alice for some reason looks like she should have like a backwards hat and be in the sand lot being like I want to play with the boys you know like that was her whole vibe I was like this is really badly cast this is terrible casting as again first time watching the L word in a very long time and we open by panning across the table and the very last person it lands on <laughs> is I'm Jennifer Schechter the writer and director and i was just like oh barf yeah like i just Super had barf. such a visceral reaction <laughs> she was she almost seemed earnest at the end of, like she was earnestly feeling good about it <laughs> yeah I, maybe i think she's just earnestly feeling good about herself really more than anything yeah yeah um all of these people seem so completely anyway, so far, this movie insufferable sucks. yeah 
yeah, the dude sucks. Happy representing the dudes. Oh um, my god, that guy. Uh, and then Nikki with her sunglasses. I'm like, what? What happened? Did she just like? Why did? What happened that day? Don't think I'm a bitch because I'm wearing my sunglasses inside. I um, just got my pupils dilated, which is weird. But um, anyway, I just I'm not being weird. I just have to wear them. Such a weird. Choice. I like that she and didn't just say like I went to the eye doctor or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's like I'm not a stab. The rumor is that Nikki was semi based on Lindsay Lohan. Oh. <laughs> I can see that. that I don't know sense. if it's true or not, but that, I just I just said it on a podcast. So it's totally true. Totally makes sense. Yeah. 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 So I see that. Anyway. I see it. I for sure see it. But then after the table read, we get to talking, laughing, loving, reading, fighting, <laughs> fucking, farting, burping. How do you feel about the theme song? Do you love this like theme it? song so much? I do. I mean, it's a it's like a hate love yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember the first time I saw the new theme song because it's different than they did the first season, mm-hmm. and yeah. I was it was I was so like embarrassed, but in a way <laughs> that I like had sexual feelings. I was afraid to admit, you know, like it was <laughs> it was so like bold and ballsy and 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 dikey, and I think it made me like very scared, but now <laughs> in a way that I very much appreciate. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, ugh. ugh. I, I was sad when I watched Generation Q I was and they yeah. had a completely new theme song. I, I was like, I think, I think you should, I think you should have stuck with the old one. I wanted them to have a new song, but also really bad. Like I wanted them to have a new, really bad song that everyone hated. Like bad in I a mean, different it wasn't way. Great, but it wasn't classic L word bad. Yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to the planet where Bet and Tina run into each other and it's kind of awkward and they need to talk, but they haven't talked. So despite sharing an actual human child, they apparently haven't spoken in some time. Yeah. Um, Bet claims Tina's been avoiding her and she wants to talk and they just can't get their schedules to line up. You know? They just can't, just yeah, they just can't get in sync. They can't. They, <laughs> they can't do can't. it. They can't. Why can't they do it tomorrow night? Well, they Carly? can't do it tomorrow night because we get some great exposition about how there's going to be a party. <laughs> Jenny is throwing a party <laughs> for the cast of Lay Girls. Uh-huh. And we don't know this yet, but also the cast of the L word has been invited to the party. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a double cast party. It's a yeah. doppelganger pop brownie party, uh-huh. which sounds like a good theme for a party. Yeah. Uh, so and this is um, a recurring theme on the L word. First or second scene, you have to announce the, whatever party. party is happening in the episode. <laughs> There's always it's a sort party. of like an episode of Real Housewives. Yeah, basically, <laughs> there, it honestly is like the same formula of like Housewives or like Gossip Girl. Like every episode of Gossip Girl, there was always like a, a like a ball or like some sort yeah. of like party. The OC that, was like that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's great. I personally love it. So then we go to Alice's, and Alice's. <laughs> Uh, Alice thinks Parker Posey should have played her and I don't disagree yeah that's a good self-casting I also thought that was a good self-casting Alice is like going on about this cast party and I just really feel like Tasha probably has like way better things to do and she says that she's she's in the middle of fighting a discharge right she says she has a strategy session with with Captain Beach who by the way I just realized plays the actor that plays Captain Beach plays Patrick's dad on Schitt's Creek, which I completely didn't Aww. realize. Oh yeah. Is Patrick's dad on Schitt's Creek. Um I watched that who I love yesterday. <laughs> so Tasha's wearing a gay tank top and she's gonna wear it to her strategy meeting. So I don't know about that. 
And Daryl Brewer, basketball game, basketball, basketball game, basketball game, Daryl yeah, basketball game Brewer. He there's a guy in the NBA. He came out and Daryl Brewer. He doesn't care for it. John um, Amechi. He actually spoke at my college. I went and saw him. Oh, speak. Re- it was a real person. I remember when John he came Amechi out. is yeah. the actual. Yeah, he was the first gay guy to come out in uh, one of the major sports leagues in the United States, yeah. though he himself is British. Oh, I didn't know he was British. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. So the announcement is made on our favorite news channel, News Live. <laughs> yeah, News Live. <laughs> news Live. News channel, too. Um, and he's uh, and it's Daryl Brewer being interviewed after a game saying a lot of really shitty homophobic things about mm-hmm. John Amici. And Alice is outraged. Oh, is she outraged? And so is Tasha. <laughs> Tasha is very mad also. Yes. You know, what's so interesting to me is like a lot of the L word holds up just because it's L word trash. And so it's just like yeah. universally applicable. Mm-hmm. But then you get these like timestamps of where we were in mm-hmm. the gay rights movement. Yeah. And yeah. we're like, oh my God, remember when people cared if like gay people were in sports locker rooms? <laughs> now yeah. we just care about, you know, trans people in sports locker rooms. Like <laughs> yeah, now we, we don't moved care on about to the bigger gays. and better things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. we just care about trans people in bathrooms. <laughs> yes. We don't care about uh, but I was like, oh players. what a what a quaint little right? struggle that was. <laughs> what a little trip down memory lane. <laughs> Tasha's like, I wish we could out his hypocritical ass. But she's obviously, I think, speaking generally, not yes. as in I, I literally wish we could do that. Yeah. She's just who, kind of expressing who her among us has not said yeah. things out loud like, I wish this or I want to kill exactly. this person. Yeah. I mean, like in mm-hmm. the privacy of our own homes, who gives a shit? In the privacy of our own homes. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, Alice doesn't know about that thing yeah so we'll um, get back to we'll, that in we'll, a minute. yeah put a pin in that first we're going to go to she bar which has a very bad designer i don't like their logo and I don't everything like about layout. it is gross um <laughs> also it's daytime and they are open it's daytime question mark mm-hmm. they aren't supposed to be they, they aren't sure supposed to be are infringing not. on the coffee territory nope that's the, they specifically said they would not be infringing upon the coffee mm-hmm. territory in the last episode mm-hmm. so they and now they have a coffee drive-thru which was yeah. kit's idea and a uh-huh. grand idea, yeah. might I add. A grand, grand idea. <laughs> a grande idea, if oh! you will. Oh! <laughs> Kit Porter invented coffee shop drive throughs That's true. And yeah, they're packed. It seems they're like bustling. in this universe, yes. gay people don't go to Starbucks. They only go, yeah, they go. to these two coffee mm-hmm. shops. <laughs> right. And that's... Which is incredible. Yeah, I think we would. I know in Generation Q, we're in like Silver Lake Los Feliz. But mm-hmm. in this... In the original L word, do we know what neighborhood we're supposed we to be in? We are very Hollywood. much in West Hollywood. Yeah, like Ben and Tina's house, which is guess, and also Shani's house is like technically two blocks away from me, and Reese's like three or four blocks away from me. I live very in much Hollywood in West Hollywood. Hollywood. And yeah. the planet is based on Earth Cafe. Earth Cafe. Oh, like down on yeah. Melrose. Yeah, that's not queer territory at all. That's it's like really like bougie Beverly Hills territory. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So that doesn't really make sense, but I'm learning so much about the history of the L word. We're today. really like an educational podcast. And I, I know way too much about this show. Yeah. So Shane's just cruising. Shane's cruising around. Literally, pulls she up. pulls up Cindy, in her Jeep. She's cruising in her pulls Jeep. Pulls up in her Jeep. Cindy's wearing a little denim romper. I, I, I think it's cute. It's pretty cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Cindy leans in and like tells her names every pastry to ever exist. Plus, we have so many other delicacies to offer. Really? Yeah. Like what? Tarts, pie, muffins, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lady fingers. <laughs> I could go on. And like, I get that she's flirting, but like watching this earlier today, I hadn't had lunch yet. And so I just was like, oh my God, I just want like pastries. Yeah. Eventually she gets to lady fingers. That, that took and- it too far. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, all right, eclairs was enough. You should have stopped at donuts. Okay. God damn it. She did not mention pear polenta tart though. So that planet still has that. That's good. Copyright righted to their That's because they haven't been to the planet yet. Once Dawn Denbo goes to the planet. She's going to know mm-hmm. about the pear polenta tart that costs yeah. $8 million. It's and then be- she's going to make her own and she's going to have it cost $7 million. Yeah. Just slightly undercutting the planet. And then she's going to take all their tart business. And then she's going to start filming, uh, filming a podcast <laughs> in, her in her bar, bar. restaurant. Um, I miss the good old days so- when bars were only open at night and coffee shops were separate buildings. <laughs> <laughs> So Cindy invites Shane over for in the afternoon. Well, afternoon delight. A little Anybody? afternoon delight, if you will. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Shane's going to do that. She's into it. She definitely is assuming that Dawn is also part of the invite. Yes. And Shane has completely thrown her newfound celibacy in the trash. That's gone. Yeah. That lasted for yeah, it's over. What, five days. Her mind is muddled now. She's, she's never going to see Shay again. <laughs> She'll no. never be able to clean her closet and throw out her low no. rise jeans. She's canceling her gym membership. <laughs> she's throwing the jeans back into the closet. She's like, I'm here to cancel my gym membership. And they're like, you signed a year contract. <laughs> and she's like, I'll set this place on fire like I did to wax. Yeah. <laughs> then we cut to, I guess, like the cot. Uh, okay, this was close. This was closet? super confusing because it, it felt like it was supposed to be like a wardrobe fitting for the movie, mm-hmm. but there, but like no one else, right for, like the costume designer for the film wasn't there. Yeah. Like it was just Jenny, Nikki and Adele. So it yeah. was very odd, but whatever. Nikki's basically giving her whole romantic history. Yeah. Um, my favorite was the like deep cut literary reference that no one without a master's degree in like queer English literature would understand. <laughs> yeah. Jenny gets real into it. Yeah. 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 My favorite was... Jimmy was a boy. You know, not a B-O-Y boy, but a B-O-I boy. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, we're getting two like very classic Jenny Schechter things. We're getting the deep cut literary <laughs> reference. Yep. And uh-huh. we're getting some just like casual hostility towards transmasculine people. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real one-two it's, punch. It's the Jenny way. Yeah. It's the Jenny way. Classic Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> and... So Jenny explains Bengali to her and tries to get Nikki to look more Midwestern and also says, don't listen to her. She wears mom jeans with camel toe. Which, by the way, is cool now. Yep, that's, that's true. Fashion of the future. Yeah, she was out of her time. Yeah. Adele. She really Adele. was. Real that trendsetter, sneaky, that Adele. Sneaky little Adele. Um, and Jenny's kind of bored, but kind of charmed, kind of. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Yeah. And she's like kind of flirting with Nikki and like kind of doesn't yeah. care. It's. What's going on? Nikki's definitely has the aura of someone who assumes everyone wants to have sex with her all the time. For sure. And therefore also wants to listen to all of her stories. Yeah. None of them are interesting. No. Well, then we go to Shenny's. We go to Shenny's where Shane is whipping up a batch. I have a lot of questions about this scene. Top brownies. Which I'm like, wasn't, like, weren't there legal pot stores here in, like, LA? No. At that point? Not not Mm. yet. No. Not yet? Oh, I mean, we'll get into the later part of the scene, but in the very beginning part of the scene, when Adele comes in and says that she was going to go pick up cakes and Shane's like, no, you don't have to. I'm making weed brownies. Yeah, because I feel like they should have a non-weed 
yeah, option. are very different from pot brownies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't just have pot brownies as your only pastry, right? Because then you'll I mean, consume Cindy too many pot brownies. Twenty of them. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what about and what the if people who don't like pot want to eat pot brownies? I mean, I don't know who those people yeah. are, but I'm sure they exist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I assume. Well, you don't know the dosage. You want to be very careful. That's right? very true. You I don't was... know what else there could be fentanyl in there. You don't know. That's not. Good. I had pot brownies at a Thanksgiving once. I made them, and by three o'clock, uh, four people were asleep in my office. So Adele is, says that she like grew up near a pot farm, and Max is like, "Really? I thought you said that your dad was a traveling salesman." Which, first of all, what a traveling salesman? She really said her dad was a traveling salesman. Is this yeah. like 1956? That he sells like, sells vacuum cleaners and toothpicks door to door? Wait, quick pause. Um, Robin's dad actually was a salesman who traveled around and where do you sell toothbrushes i don't remember bibles i don't think it was bibles so then alice shows up and they're like talking about adele like do you like adele alice and and shane Shane think that adele's like cute yeah the answer do you like adele with oh i think she's pretty hot like no one asked you like how adele looks this is a tv show everyone's hot (laughs) you're all like adele is a person well they don't really know her very well but max is in full inspector gadget mode Right. As he should be. Yeah. Because he's right. He is. Absolutely and he's right. like, she's not really who she pretends to be. And then Alice says, you're one to talk. <laughs> they're just so they're just so mean to him. I'm like, why have why have him in the scene? Like he's only why? in the scene to be the butt of the joke. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only mm-hmm. the only reason. And I'm like, why don't you just write him off? Like nobody <laughs> liked him at let the him time. Go. Let him let go. Him free. Let him be free. Yeah, he's just there let to be a, a punching bag. And it, yeah. uh, I, you know, I look, I, I, in a weird way, the L word captures like the authenticity of the trans experience, but like not because they intend to. And just like the idea that that a trans guy would hang around these people who are just mm-hmm. so mean to him so all of the time. And so the, yeah, mean. and he doesn't feel like he can leave. That's true. And I, mm. you know, it's a reason why a lot of trans people get stuck in toxic relationships, both romantic and like, you know, just platonic relationships. And uh, it was just, I was, it was really hard and cringy to watch. I was like, oh, Max, get some self-respect and get the fuck yeah. out of there. Like Max yeah. run. Like, yeah. Cause he kind of just like shrugs. Oh, yeah. Know, Cause he like, doesn't, yeah. he just shrugs it, almost it looks off. Like he's like, yeah, good point. <laughs> and then Alice is like, I need a favor. And he's like, okay. Oh. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah Cause he's yeah. her employee and she's the worst boss to him. She's uh-huh. so horrible to him. This, especially this season. Like when he's like fully working for her full time. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Insane. So after that, now we're all in a bad mood <laughs> and Alice goes, to her, I don't know, Max's edit bay or whatever. I, who knows where they are. But Alice has a major project. A major project. Major project. She needs to major. upload a video to YouTube. I need <laughs> you to access the FTP and hack into the mainframe and um, get this podcast video out there. Yeah, we're going to out Daryl Brewer using footage that Alice took at a party for which she signed an NDA and where everybody was supposed to keep it a secret who was at the party but Alice went Alice filmed the party and now she wants to put it on the internet I would also like to just say that she shot that 
like while she was dancing with Tasha on a dark uh-huh. dance floor on a flip phone, that footage a that Motorola they shot, razor. like, come yeah. on, like that <laughs> yeah. footage that's in the video is supposed to look like bad, but like it's a thousand times like what she shot on her flip phone was probably not usable. No. When I think about the angle of which she was holding it and how shitty cell phone videos were in 2007 yeah. and 2008. But whatever that was definitely Alice, early iPhone footage, but iPhone wasn't yeah. out then. It sure wasn't. No, it wasn't. So when she's like watching it and like watching Daryl Brewer's like the statements he made about gay people, like she's just like 100% on board. Like she's 100%, no question, thinks she's doing the right she thing. has zero right doubt in her mind that she is zero doubt in any way like ethically being a monster person and i'm like what the fuck are you doing like yes this is a bad guy or whatever but like well i as someone who has been publicly <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah how, what was your take on this well i feel like the the rules for outing are like you don't out other queer people who are not there in their process the exception yeah. being politicians and other public figures Mm -hmm. who use their Mm -hmm. platform to hurt the movement like that i feel like is the one very clear well-defined exception and Mm -hmm. that dude fell within the exception like you know that yeah that it's fine (laughs) to out him (laughs) i mean he's a hypocrite you know Yeah, yeah he is a hypocrite it's true but i feel like she Sign an NDA at that party. She's absolutely opening herself up to an actual lawsuit. But whether yeah. or not it's a smart legal decision yeah. is a different question as for to sure. the, yeah, the sure. ethics of her move. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing is that where Tasha is right now in her process of her case and the fact that her being seen with Alice is a big part of their case against Tasha, that this probably wasn't like a great. That like maybe she should not draw that much attention to herself maybe right now by like yeah posting this as like and not it's not like alice made a thing and then like anonymously put it on the internet <laughs> where there was no way to trace yeah. it back to her she like put her face and name in it she's no, on she camera did some very smart branding where she did it excellent intro. branding <laughs> <laughs> that's why she will ultimately like get a talk show 10 years in the future it's a really good point oh, yeah, you're right yeah she is smart i mean this does she is yeah. savvy i will give her that she is savvy. i that's wish true. that she maybe had like a little bit of reservation or like thought about mm-hmm. it but whatever yeah um yeah, yeah. and i guess that's that, that you know the legal reservation and whether or not it was right considering you know she and Tasha are in a relationship and Tasha is finding a don't ask, don't tell violation or what have you. Like, those are the reservations that I have. I still think mm-hmm. it was okay to do it solely in the context of is it okay to out that person? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So then we go to Dawn and Cindy's. And Shane, try as she might, she tries <laughs> to resist Cindy. She's like, no, we got to call and ask Dawn. Uh-huh. Ask Dawn to come. But Where's then, Dawn? you know... Shane can't resist the hot naked chick. Mm-hmm. Cindy's yeah, just fully nude in heels. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. Also, the whole mansion is covered with big Ugh. photos and paintings of Dawn. I love the art on their walls uh-huh. the most. It's so good. Shane puts up a bigger fight to this than she ever has to anything, I yep. think. And it's which is like 45 seconds almost. That's her longest fight of trying to not have sex with someone ever. Uh-huh. And recorded but Shane history. really tried really hard. She really tried. Yeah, she did. She said no. She rebuttoned a button of her shirt she at one point. Fully rebuttoned mm-hmm. that one button. She, she like tried. tried multiple times to get Dawn on the phone. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
And Cindy was not having it. Not having it. There was definitely some like weird L word consent stuff happening in this uh-huh. scene once again. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, once again. Where I was just like, like we're like yeah. probably she really pushes it yeah like really probably watching it. it in 2008 i was like this is like hot and this is like how people yeah. negotiate these things and now now <laughs> and now watching it i'm like fully kind of grossed out by it but the yeah. thing that really grossed me out was when they do start hooking up and then shane fully has her boots on the white couch and i was like are you out of your fucking mind dawn's gonna kill you for two so reasons. I have a question. Yes. Because uh-huh. I, I was never an adult lesbian. I was a, a collegiate <laughs> lesbian for a short period of time. Uh-huh. And so... This is exactly this, what it's like, yeah. <laughs> well, but no, this is my question is because this feels like reminiscent of things that actually happen amongst gay men where oh. like there'll be a married like, gay mm-hmm. couple and they mm-hmm. only hook up together, but then one wants to like hook up solo. Like that is a thing I have heard happen many a time. Uh-huh. You know, is this realistic for not realistic, but like, do you think there is authenticity in this representation of lesbian relationships? Does this happen? I feel like it happens to me. (laughs) It might be. Narratively and for the characters, it totally feels right. Like you're like, of course, this is what's going to happen now. Yeah, because it's all about weird manipulative power games and all this other stuff. Yeah, It, it turns out to be like that. Yeah. And a cool West Hollywood turf war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to the planet? Yes. So Alice is here to tell Kit some terrible news, which is that Shebar mm-hmm. is doing breakfast, is doing coffee, and they stole her brand mm-hmm. new idea that she invented of having a drive through <laughs> coffee window. Yeah. Where you have a drive, you, you drive, drive in through this it, window, and then you're and like, then, like, they give you the coffee through the and window. And it's like, hey, this is your and coffee. And you're like, can I have a yeah. straw? And then they're like, okay. Yeah. Like that. It's very similar to what you just described. Also coffee. She's doing coffee, um, which was also kind of a planet thing. So it is. Kit's pissed. And rightly so. It is man. Kit also needs to learn to not tell her great ideas to people who she just met who are clearly <laughs> crazy people who are gonna steal all her ideas. Like like Don Denbo do just comes time. across as like a monster person, even if you have just yeah. met her. Like like as a like a, a cartoon villain, so like don't tell her your cool idea for how you're, what you're gonna do. Don't trust her. You just yeah. met her. Then Max calls Alice. It's like turn on the TV. She turns on the news, and it's not News Live. This is a different news channel. Oh, it is. Yeah, I checked. It's like NNL. Yeah, it's like a acronym. Oh. It's like New like, News Live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like it's like for the younger generation. It's like hip news. Yeah. And um, wouldn't you know it? But her little video podcast made quite a splash. um daryl brewer is live on the news apologizing standing Uh with his family saying he's taking some time away to be with his family respect our privacy at this time yeah just like kellyanne conway today yeah yeah just like Um, that (laughs) and i think you also get the feeling here that alice had really not a full grasp on how famous he is she did not. She is seeming quite <laughs> panicked in this moment of yeah, she's, she's like, oh, wow, kind of having she's kind of realizing some stuff that she didn't uh-huh. really think about previously. Yeah. I love Kit being like, I have to leave the deal. Who is gay? Oh, <laughs> Kit knows. Oh, uh, I love Kit. But Alice is also just really excited to be on television. <laughs> 500,000 hits in two hours. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so many like a, a like 12 year old's tiktok video does better than that 
Yeah, I just watched it. <laughs> so um, Alice is a star now. Then we go to Shaolin. Yeah. Studios. We are in the production office. Things are mm-hmm. things are getting ready. We are in pre-production. It, people are walking around <laughs> with a sense of purpose. And you know what mm-hmm. Jenny wants? She really wants us to take a minute and talk about how Sounder 2 needs to be in the film. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I agree. Tina's like, hey, Tina literally is like, she's like speaking to a child when she has this conversation yeah. with Jenny. She's like, so there's this thing in films where like um, the dogs that you see on screen are professional working actor dogs and they are trained. Uh-huh. And Jenny's like, no, Sounder said he's ready. He's ready to be on camera. And I was like, I mean, if he said he's ready, I don't know. Right. So they're not excited about that, but no. Tina and Aaron are excited that Adele has made Nikki and Jenny be best friend. friends. Best, best friends. Yeah, She saved the picture. And then TT pulls her aside for a little a sidebar. And she's like, we really appreciate what you did. Oh, my God. The way she phrases yeah. this stuff is is like, how many times have you been in some sort of like work environment and someone in a position of power has spoken to you in this voice and you're like, am I? Are you asking me to do something that's like kind of fucked weird. up or like outside the scope of my job mm-hmm. or like weird? Yeah, it's, it's like what? <laughs> where is when's the other shoe gonna drop? Yeah, like, yeah. You don't just pull an assistant no. aside to be like, "You did a really good job. We're paying attention." You know, it's not never. Yeah, yeah. Ulterior and, motives. And she really just wants Adele to spy on Jenny. And then yeah. Adele's like, "Oh, do you want me to spy on Jenny?" And she's like, "No, I don't want you to spy on Jenny." Even though she just asked her to spy on Jenny. <laughs> yeah, she just definitely just asked her to spy on Jenny. She's like, "Just like give me a little heads up whenever something happens." Yeah, I'm like, "Oh, this does not bode well." Then Alice, we see Alice leaving a voicemail for Tasha. She cannot get in touch with Tasha. She really needs to talk to Tasha because mm-hmm. guess what? She's been invited to be on the news. The I wonder news. which channel. Uh, it's the not. News? It's not our, what is our news channel called? News Live? It's not on News Live, I don't think. But it's oh. on New News Live. New News Live. It's oh, the it's new, on new News Live? Yeah, it's a new one news? channel above. Yeah, oh, New News. Hit up once. New New. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, next we have Bet calling Tina with like the, to the, talk like, about Jody. <laughs> excuse for a phone call. I just, I might have to go out of town in a few weeks and I just want to make sure you can watch Angie. She's like, what the uh, fuck phone call is this? Like, yeah. And also like, and Who calls her like first time. triple time X to <laughs> get emotional triple comfort time. with a problem with their current relationship? Bet Porter, that's Bet it. Bet Porter, yeah. Bet Porter, yeah. And I feel yeah. like Tina is rightly like, no, I'm not having this conversation. <laughs> yeah, with you. I, I yeah. love Tina in this scene. Yeah, this is the season where I like Tina. Yeah, I know. Me too. Also, so she weird. gives Bet. She really like because Bet is like I feel like Jody's gonna mess up this meeting about this you know the art that's controversial with what's her with name Lonnie Shipman Lonnie Lonnie got old Lonnie Shipman again <laughs> always that Lonnie she's always playing with soap guns or Whatever. hating the soap guns and Tina's basically like stop micromanaging Jody like she will rise or fall on her own terms she's like, like let her speak for let herself her be herself she's capable yeah. you can't fix everybody. And mm-hmm. then Bet literally says, "So you're saying that I should stay out of it?" <laughs> yes, Bet. Did you completely miss everything she just said? Like, Bet, your uh-huh. listening skills might need like some improvement. It's just a yeah, just a just, just a some little, feedback just, from me to you. Yeah, yeah just a little fine tune. She should take an improv class or get a yeah, therapist. Either way, <laughs> both. I would say both. Dan. Yeah. I love that Tina gets off the phone with her and just like rolls her eyes so hard. She's just like, what the fuck? And that's a good question. What the fuck? 
What the I fuck? feel like when Tina's like working, you know, she really feels herself. Yeah. And in turn, I feel her. Yeah. I suppose the other seasons when I felt like she was terrible. Upset at her <laughs> all the time. So we go back to Shenny's. Mm-hmm. Shane's doing Jenny's hair for the party. The party is at yeah. their house. Shane is lifting Jenny's hair up and then pushing it back down like this. Just putting it up. <laughs> that's, what she's that's how you that's how you do hair. I think that's a free blowout. From, free, yeah. From Shane. She's just, you just kind of kind of blowing yeah, in her hair. Bust it up. Yeah. Um, so Max and Adele are setting up for the party and mm-hmm. Adele is like in the door, like right out front, like kind of like just outside of earshot, but like still in the shot visually. Mm-hmm. And Max is like, Hey, well, how's things going with Adele? She's like, um, is Jenny eating like a cake? Like also what? Yeah. yeah. She's tasting. She's cake tasting. Taste, okay. So she's like, yeah. Oh, I love it. Wait, I thought they didn't get the cakes. They must've gotten. Oh, yeah, cakes. you're right. They must have gone to, you know what? That Someone went rogue and got a Sweet cake. Lady Jane. You can't, you can't resist it. So Max is like, hey, so I totally did this like background check on Adele, which I'm like, this is me, by the way. Yeah, this, this is, is, I do. This computer is search. This is you and your computer searches. Yeah, I'd be like, so, um, I did a quick Goog and, um, I have a few papers for you and some court records. If you want to go over them with me, I, I would do this. 100%, like Max is like, 100%. there's Max is like poking holes in her story. Like things yeah. that she has said about herself are not lining up as he should as he, right. The, but yeah. everyone else's overwhelming hatred for anything Max does, exactly. uh, <laughs> causes them also to not listen to anything that he says. And not mm-hmm. only that, they pull such a real housewife move of like calling her yes. over. Oh my God. It's like, and I forgot that they did him. that. Yeah. I had forgotten about that too. I was like, this is upsetting and is absolutely yeah. right. The total like housewives playbook. And she's like, why, why, why is his purpose there just to be flagellated? He's just getting, <laughs> yeah. Just have him like not shit in yeah. the episode. Yeah. Oh, God. And then they have her talk about her trauma or whatever so that then everyone feels bad, including right. Max. She creates a, like an even like yeah. more heart-wrenching story. Yep. Right. Which, by the way, is straight out of the scammer playbook. Truly. Distract yep. you with a more... I mean, I, I'm a fucking expert. You are. You are and, an expert in scammers. Which is why I know all the background checking materials. But... Uh, yeah, that's you can't really ask more questions because they bring up something else that is so horrible that you can't. And then she's like cr- basically do? crying, and now everyone hates Max yeah. even more. So that's how that right. goes. Great job. But also, God, that was such a fucking bitch move. I was I, know. I forgot that they did that, and as they were doing it, I was like, "Are you kidding? What the fuck? What's the point?" Now Adele, Adele's Jenny's assistant. Jenny lives with Max, and now Adele is going to be weird to Max. Like, weird to Max. Because she knows that he's forever onto her. And Adele was like yeah. minorly nice to Max. Yeah, she at least right. wasn't like minorly, outwardly yeah. mean. She would say like, hi, Max, like in a, in a decently <laughs> pleasant tone. say hello to him, which is more than we can say for anybody else. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so now Alice is like on TV and the show is called mm-hmm. Hardline. And it's one of those like cable news talking head situations. So it's like hardball, but yeah. with her lines. Like deadline meets hardball. Sure. Hardline. And... On the new, not new news, though. On the new, new, not sports news? Sports channel. I think it's on New News Live. New News Live. Oh, okay, New News Live. And the host man accuses her of seeking notoriety by filming Daryl Brewer and posting the footage on her website. Uh And he says that she violated his privacy, and he uses the phrase World Wide Web in a sentence, which I loved, really Uh, dated this episode. In addition to the flip phones. He also calls it the net. The net. You're an internet net. journalist and you didn't realize the power of the net. And I was like, net. you mean the Sandra Bullock movie? <laughs> that was a great <laughs> movie. 
I well, I also something I didn't believe is that Alice would go in there unprepared to defend her actions. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Alice would know exactly what she was going to say right off the bat, and, and she like me- kind of like fumbles through it a little bit, but then finally only finds her footing. Finds her footing, like yeah. kind of like goes off, and by the end of it, the guy is like, "Well, she's got a good point," and like, and he's like okay, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's all it took." Yeah. Um. Well, now they got more lives for us to cover on your news live. <laughs> Something else coming in. Maybe there's a party tonight. I don't know. This just in. Lesbians are going to be partying with straight people <laughs> who will become lesbians by the end of the party. Yeah. The cast of The L Word meets the cast of Lay Girls this evening at Jenny's house. Everyone, there will be wheat brownies and a few slices of cake. <laughs> just a few. Jenny tasted well, all the My cake. favorite is that next we get to see, it's at least, it's it's my, it's a Jody's first major appearance in the episode. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you have discussed Marley Matlin's history on The Celebrity Apprentice. We have not. We have not. I didn't know yeah. she was on The Celebrity Apprentice. Marley Matlin. I've actually never seen it. Before Trump was president, The Celebrity okay. Apprentice was great <laughs> because you had a bunch of like C-list celebrities desperate for attention. You had Donald <laughs> Trump who was like a nobody pretending to be a somebody. Mm-hmm. And it was <laughs> all like fun it was the same thing we see now, but it was fun in the context of reality television. Yeah. It's not fun in the context of the White House. Sure is um, But yes, I used to love to watch it with my mom. And so Marley Matlin was on season 11 and <laughs> she should have won. She was robbed at the end. So she was a finalist. It was her and John Rich, who is a country star, like a white mm. cis straight dude country star and then the final challenge it wasn't about raising money which is usually what the challenges yeah. are about but this was like putting on a good event and like uh-huh. hands down marley put on a better event but john uh-huh. rich like had a couple buddies write some big checks so trump picked john rich to win instead of marley matlin Damn. because he just like he like changed the rules so that the white guy could win instead of like the My woman with god disabilities you know anyway marley matlin was great on celebrity apprentice if that piques your interest at all you should go back and watch it marley matlin was also in so you think you can dance yeah she was on so the marley Earth. matlin when she does reality television or when she does like a, an interview she has her yeah. own personal translator and yeah. i meant to look up his name but i didn't but it's different than um they'll hire an actor to be her translator in the scripted thing yeah um but her translator became a he's just like a really cute little gay guy and he became yeah. a star after celebrity apprentice oh my god i love that really? yeah apparently her translator like tom tom's character was based on him yes yes oh i love that that's fun yeah i love marley matlin anyway. trivia <laughs> yeah yeah season what 11 is, celebrity apprentice runner up oh my goodness so bet Wants to skip the party. She wants to stay in with Jody and, and reconnect. Yeah, reconnect. She is afraid if she sees Tina, she's going to lose her mind. Yeah, I think the subtext here. And she still hates Jenny. Jody loves to party. I love Jody. Bet is always trying to get out of parties, and Jody is always like, "I'm excited about the party. I want to dance at the party, and we're going to the motherfucking party. Yeah, and then we can connect after. Yep. the party. Good for Jody. I'm. Yeah. I like anytime she doesn't let Bet be in control of things is great because bet is mm-hmm. very controlling yeah also the party is next door so it's literally next door <laughs> they could just just pop over, pop over. and the party's gonna pop end up in their backyard 
Right. Yeah. Well, she doesn't yeah. know that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is. So if you don't go to the party, they'll bring the party to you. To you. you know, Lesbians. you can't escape this party, basically. No, no. Well, time for the party. Then <laughs> it's time for the party. Nikki brings in a bottle of alcohol and says, let's get this party started. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so Shane's chatting with Sean. The oh, actress that Camille. will be playing Sean. And love, she's not gay. She's not gay. I love the, I love, you know, you know, the subtext of this scene in which Shane is like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you in approximately 71 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, so just you're going to be so straight you know. for a little bit over an hour longer. <laughs> she's like, yeah. I'm not gay. I have a boyfriend. And Shane's like, yeah. Okay. And Shane's like, all right. Yeah. Sure. And I, again, sure I'm do. like, why did you hire this bitch? Like, I just play gay. Hire. Gay for pay. What? Gay for pay. <laughs> Isn't that a term from porn anyway? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then. Anyway, so I hated her. I hated her too. And then Jenny. Hated her even though she has a cute little nose. Then Bette and Jody arrive and Jenny makes this like very loud big deal of saying hi to them. What was, was that just Jenny being obnoxious? Jenny oh. was just full on. Oh, we even forgot to say before when she says the thing when she's in the cake and she's like, I do not need to hear this shit. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, that was like a weird Jenny moment. Yep. Um, Tina and Bet are like gazing at each other across the room. Bet is like eyeing lust. her like a shark, like across yeah. the party. <laughs> it is a lot. And, and then Alice meets like each other. Elise. Elise. <laughs> and Alice is like, like you're thoroughly unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had Parker Posey in mind. I mean, that is like you can't go any better than Parker yeah. Posey. She's an, an, a legend. So like. If you're thinking you're going to be played by Parker Posey, then you're going to be disappointed no matter who's by. Yeah. And then she's uh, like, I've got like some ideas. Like maybe talk about some ideas, which I think is in so funny and would never. Well, right. No, it would only happen if they were like making like a biopic. If they were like, I am playing the role of this real life person uh -huh. in the film. And then you would want to meet them and maybe talk to them if they are alive. Right. But this is like, it's supposed to be fiction. So the fact that they're all like, oh, I want to like talk to you about me playing because yeah. clearly they know yeah. that it's just very much like that they're playing real people yeah it's right because then bet gets introduced oh. to whoever is playing ben. her and is like tina she's white <laughs> yeah this was like, when, amazing when she, actually when she first meets her like bet's face just poof, well first she falls. she just thinks she's she doesn't realize what's happening first she's kind of no. gets like trapped a little bit in that moment uh -huh. yeah. she's like oh i love your work to this actress and i'm like oh i guess she's supposed to be like a person in the world uh -huh. whatever sure but then she's like i have questions for you yeah like she's i need like, to I'm, get into I'm the, working on my why i'm working on my why's and then bet's like wait uh -huh. the fuck and then she's like oh she's playing bev and then bet's like that then her face just like yeah Ooh. That and, is brutal. And the actress just keeps talking. She and she's not like, why does she up. like sabotage her relationship? Why does she ruin everything? Why does she cheat with the plumber? Honestly, making the carpenter the plumber is like Jenny's like, who? <laughs> mm. So then Bet does the speech that Lauren will put in. Yeah. Does she seriously think that Jenny's idiotic drivel is reflective of me in my life at all? I can't answer your fucking why's. You know why? Because it's not me. It's not me. And apart from anything else, I am frankly fucking flabbergasted. I am flabbergasted that she casts such a white actress. She's white, okay? Was Mary fucking Poppins not available? I mean, really, what the fuck can she possibly know about my life? 
what can she know? Which good for her. Yeah, good for her. And when Bet walks away, the actress is like, is she black? Oh my God. Yikes. Like, like Tina, you could have, you could have maybe prevented this. Yeah. So many different at Tina like, like, which is true. Like, yeah. What the fuck, Tina? Yeah. You were in the room. You were in the room where it happened. But also to take it like another, like a level above is like, why did the people who are writing the L word want to tell this story? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because it's not like studio executives forced them to whitewash and straightwash the cast. That's yeah. who they picked, theoretically. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, like, there is a story to be told about how things get made more palatable for, like, you know, like a Midwestern audience or whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's not the commentary they're giving. No. Like, they're just, it's just like, oh, we put straight white people in these roles of queer people of color. Um, yeah. 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 It's just and, yeah. very kind of I, You know, because you think about, like, Hollywood. What's his face? Ryan Murphy's Hollywood, which... Yeah is also in fantasy land but reimagines a world where hollywood would be better and yeah would you know be braver and bolder about queer stuff and race and gender um mm-hmm. and i'm just like what is the thought behind not yeah. imagining the world as you want it to be yeah i mean probably part of it is the is eileen shaken defending her choice to cast her show with mostly white cis straight women yeah yeah. You know, like she did it. And so she wants and she says she did. That's just how you do a show. That's just how you make a show. And so when she's going to make a show within her show, she's going to do it the same way, because that's obviously the only way that you can do it. There's no other way. <laughs> There's no other way. Yeah. And you have to make it less diverse than. Yes. It was in the, the first. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bet wants to leave and she goes to find Jody to be like, <sighs> we're leaving. And, oh, jo- and Jody's chilling with Jody's a straight girl. <laughs> talking to like one of the other straight lady actors in this film or whatever. And Bet yeah. like flips out on her and accuses her of like flirting with her. And she's just like, Bet is not having Bet. If you take for a moment, put yourself in Bet's shoes. <laughs> she didn't even want to go Ooh. to this party in the first place. <laughs> no, no. She wanted to stay home and reconnect. This is a bad, it's a really bad look for Bet. She's Super being, bad. yeah terrible to jody yeah. but again jody's not taking it yeah which jody's is, like whatever leave. which i love for them and i'm like yeah right. she's like i'm gonna stay yeah bye so bet leaves and while she's outside making the very long trip next door to her house <laughs> tina pops yeah, it's out quite a trek. it's sort of like going to grandmother's house through the woods exactly you know then suddenly tina's there and they have a little talk and tina apologizes yeah. and then like for what happened with the conversation <laughs> with the actress whatever but then I love that she didn't apologize for like knowingly casting a white person to play. I mean, right. there's so much there's so many things that could have been brought I up know. here but weren't. Especially because there's this whole history of Tina wanting to not deal with the fact that Bet isn't white. Yeah. From even in their whole even in their real relationship. Yeah. You know? Yep. And so then they talk about how the kiss the other night was a mistake and it's never gonna happen again, which we all know is a lie. And Bet asked Tina if she's sorry it happened, and Tina's like, "Yes." And then Bet doesn't say anything because she's clearly not sorry <laughs> yeah. it happened. Right? Yeah. This was sad for me. I was like, "Oh, Bet's having a rough day." And, yeah, it's a rough oh, go it's... of it for Bet. <laughs> yeah, this felt really honest, though. Yeah, it's like Bet. Bet is the one in a relationship, but she still like just needs Tina to say that she wanted that as badly as mm-hmm. she did. 
yeah. really badly. Because we know that, that Tina wanted it too. Yeah. And yeah, so Tina did. asks her if she's in love with Jody. And Bet says, yes, I am. After she takes a roughly 45 minute pause. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how you know it does take yeah. up half the episode. Half the episode, yeah, is the pause. a lot of hemming, yeah, we're all and like, lying and scratching of the head. She's like, yeah. Ooh, she yeah, does that for like four line. minutes. That sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Beck goes, and home. then finally, yes, with tears in her eyes, which is not convincing to any of us. No. So then, and it's hard because all of us at home are in love with Jody, and it's like, why can't? Yeah, you know. But then in this it's season, Tina's being Tina. cool all of a sudden. So I'm like conflicted. Right. I'm like, now I like oh, Tina confusing. all of a sudden. So now I don't know. But Jody's amazing. And honestly, mm. really. Although Tina's a terrible caster. Tina's not a very good casting director or executive, clearly. I just really mm-hmm. think that Jody can do so much better. But we'll get to that. Um, Don Denbo, Yay! who shows up and crashes the party. Oh, my God. <laughs> what would Don Denbo be doing now? I think she would still be a party promoter. Yeah, but she'd be really going through it with COVID. She would be hosting Zoom parties. Yeah. She would be in like just deep, deep despair. I think <laughs> Don Denbo would like go all in on some sort of like lesbian Coachella type situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, thinking like, okay, I'm going to get all these, you know, like the new dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it goes bust. Like it's sort of like a lesbian fire fest. Oh yeah, my she God. runs out Lesbian of money. People don't buy tickets. Can you imagine how <laughs> yeah. funny that would be? She has so much drama with her partner that like she doesn't actually get anything done that needs to get done. Yeah. But it's and... not so much of a shit show because all of the lesbians who do show up are very capable exactly. and like uh-huh. build boats to get themselves off the island. They're like, we, we actually exactly. could build houses. We don't even need these shit yeah. tents. Yes. Yeah. It's like Survivor. Yeah. yeah. In that way. <laughs> so this is where the party gets great. Yes, I really love this scene. And but the number one feeling I had throughout all of it was that I miss my friends. Yes. Oh, watching this now in this world that like, we live in I was really do really depressing. I was looking at my notes and I'm like, why do I have God? I want to see my friends at the party as a note. What was I talking about? And then <laughs> I was like, what? oh, I'm talking about myself. Yeah. So they, we, I want to see my friends at the party. Like this, I want to see my friends. Uh, I want to get nude and run into my neighbor's pool. And I want to eat pop brownies and sing and dance, dance around with my friends yeah. and be stupid. Yeah. And oh, I found myself being like almost like sad. I was, I was like, sad. I was like, I want to like kiss someone terrible in the bathroom. I want to dance on a table. I was like, I want to eat way more pot brownies than any human being should ever eat as yeah. they were all doing. They were eating like, they like were the whole chow a piece. Like. Yeah, but anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> yes. But this just really made me miss, especially because this is my favorite song to dance to. Oh, the Jackson 5 song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. It's a good song. It's a mm-hmm. a very good song. It starts with Shane and Alice and they're eating pot brownies and then they have this whole <laughs> bit that felt very improvised where uh-huh. they were like, what if the brownies were all gay and they were all like, you're hot and they were all like fucking each other. Yeah. And I just thought that was Camille's <laughs> like walks by and Shane's like, you want a brownie? And yeah. she's like, hey, listen, they're not gay. I promise. Oh, my God. What if they were gay? <laughs> what if the brownies were gay? They're all fucking each other. Oh, okay, you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that part was adorable. Um. And then we get yeah, it was so full cute. party montage where everyone is mm-hmm. high and drunk and having a great time and Jackson 5 is playing and they're singing and dancing yeah. and like they play the entire song and that is a long song. Yeah. The, and like Tina gets up there. Yeah, this is like, this is like young free Tina. Oh. Yeah. And like it's it's so it's like Kate or Shane and, and Alice and um, Tina are on the table dancing. Jody is like just 
dancing for her life. Ugh. Jenny and Nikki are like flirty and dancey. And then they like, she jumps from something. Oh yeah. Jenny like jumps into Nikki's arms. Nikki's arms. I, I was like, so is this some like stunt work? She Was she even yeah. jumping off of anything or just like the ground? <laughs> And everybody's having such a they're good, cute having, time. Just having a just great, carefree it. time. Um, I love it, and I'm so jealous. In this scene, I wrote, I would not be surprised if Bet called the cops, which is just, I wrote that oh note while I, was, God. while I was watching the scene, and then she literally does that in like 10 like, minutes later. I was like, Bet Porter. Oh, we'll get to that. So guess who's here? It's everyone's favorite, Don Denbo and her lover, Cindy. Don Denbo. <laughs> It's Denbo time. I wish she like kicked the door down and shouted, it's Denbo time every time she went somewhere. Uh Oh, man. She is pissed. Hey, Shane. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Cindy. Oh, Cindy, no. Cindy. I'm fucking Dawn Denbo. And this is my lover, Cindy. Oh, that's Cindy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. And I'm telling you, you've gone and messed the wrong, but don't look at her. You mess with the wrong bitch, bitch. You fucking come into my house and fuck my beautiful girlfriend without even the courtesy of inviting me? Cindy, you said it was okay. Wait, let's just no, go. Let's just you go. know what? Stop. Seriously, because I'm this close. Seriously. You said that was fine. You said it was... What the fuck? Wait, you expect me to believe that? Tell her. That my baby... No, 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 no. What do you think? I'm an idiot? Does it look like I was born yesterday? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Okay. That's funny. No, that is. You know what I'm going to do? Maybe just for you? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking ruin you, okay? And every one of your smug-ass motherfucking friends. And you, I don't even know you, but you're going down too. How about that? Me? Yeah, yeah. And your stupid-ass fucking planet, it's done. All right? It's all done. Yeah. Oh, that, go ahead. Be smart-ass. But let me tell you one more thing. You know what? Keep those skinny fucking hands of yours to yourself, all right? It's on, all right? It's fucking on. Cindy. I'm so sorry. Cindy! We've Cindy! Oh. Hey, what? you had a good time. Oh. Turn the music back on! The they're the two girls that own Shebar. Oh, oh my god! Oh. They're so good! It's so funny. Like, it's funny when she's like, and this is my lover, Cindy. And I think, is it Shane or Al- Alice or Tina? They're like, oh, that's Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> she- she's like she just comes in and like is screaming and then just like unplugs yeah. the, the like speakers uh-huh. and so everyone's just like still standing on like tables but yeah. they're all like looking at her it's so funny <laughs> yes oh my god just like the, the most hilarious dialogue i love every word that uh-huh. comes out of her mouth don't look at her when shane looks at cindy <laughs> yeah 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 uh, and everyone's just like giggling oh it's fucking oh, it's so on cute. it's so funny <laughs> It's you th- so do you think that this was like orchestrated? Oh, to give like causes belli? Yeah. Um, for like Cindy to like uh, entice Shane into a sexual encounter just to like have a cause for war. Like this is uh-huh. Don Denbo's weapons of mass destruction to invade <laughs> yeah. Iraq. Uh-huh. Yes. I think it's possible. I don't know. That would... That would be very smart writing. Mm-hmm. And if we're talking statistically, <laughs> then that probably was not what was in the writer's heads. That's fair. It's more that I would just say we're playing the game of Shane can't resist a naked girl who throws herself uh-huh. at her. Yeah. Um, that would be my guess. Right. Because Shane was yeah. supposed to be celibate. And now Shane gets in trouble again because she's Once fucking again. Yeah. Fucking the ladies. Falls into the vaginas. <laughs> Bloop. <laughs> 
my god. Okay, so Jenny and Nikki are standing in the hallway or whatever, and I guess they're like in line for the bathroom in Jenny's own house. Yeah, okay. I was like, girl, it's your own house. I'm like, don't you don't, have another bathroom? Own, own but if bathroom? it's a party and it's there's like party. only one bathroom, yeah. then you know. Yeah, I used to remember and they're workshopping scenes. Yeah, they decided to workshop the scene because Nikki, she's talking about the scene that we all remember from the pilot where mm-hmm. Jenny meets Marina and they're at the party and then they she follows her in the bathroom and they make out. And so Nikki like doesn't get the scene. Yeah, Nikki's never read a book. So she's she's like, like truly confused by everyone's behavior in the scene. And Jenny's yeah. like, we're going to workshop <laughs> the scene in the hallway. And yeah. so, of course, Be serious. Of co- yes, that was very funny. And they wind up in the bathroom together making out. Okay, so like you're sitting across from this woman and she's like the most alluring, intoxicating woman of your whole life. She's like talking about like fucking silver water and like you're just going insane and your like heart is like in your throat. And then you remember that you have this man named Jim who likes to swim he likes to swim he likes to swim so yeah then they go into the bathroom um, and then they make out and then they run into Jenny's bedroom but the mm-hmm. door doesn't lock and so they go into the closet yeah which Classic. they leave ajar which of course in, in, <laughs> in the way jar. that as you do as, as you, you do. only would do on television Right. They do well, not or show. you're in school, you're in boarding school, and you have to leave it a crack open. Exactly. <laughs> the first time I ever kissed a girl, it was at boarding school in the closet. Wow. So what this boarding is, school oh, did you go to? Interlock and Arts Academy. Ah, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I have a question about the 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 Jenny and what's the name of the Nikki? woman who's playing her? Jenny and Nikki. Do we feel like now in this era where we understand more about how power <laughs> and sex are tied in Hollywood, uh-huh. do we feel like Nikki is like genuinely interested in Jenny or does she, do you think she feels like she has to capitulate to Jenny's advances because Jenny is the writer and director? I think it's a, fuzzy situation where you can't tell yeah because the reasons she's enchanted because she does seem enchanted with jenny in a way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it are are because she wrote the story and she wrote the script and she's the director but also she's the director yeah it was like i was thinking about that during this i was like this is i was like yikes there's a lot there's a lot here there's a lot of stuff going on (laughs) at the time it does end up being dicey yeah yeah anyone thought anything of it but mm-hmm. i was like oh like if you were making this now yeah there would be a whole different conversation exactly. happening around absolutely uh-huh. you know, yeah yeah they would have to go to hr power. yeah <laughs> i think yeah. tina's hr and she hired a white lady yeah. who played that yeah so she's she gonna be like oh be god trusted. yeah uh, oh man imagine dealing with the twitter reaction oh. when that press that deadline article comes out <laughs> <laughs> and then bet gets to um, an op-ed uh-huh <laughs> So we've got we've got fuckies in the closet fuckies and then we've the got nakies in the pool. Yep. Yeah, that was so cute. The eye. When they all go out to the pool. Yeah. And Shane's like, I used to fuck in this pool. And Tina's like, this used to be my pool. It's so <laughs> cute. They're all adorable. Everyone jumps in the pool. And then literally <gasps> Bet actually calls the cops. Calls the cops. Bet. Bet Porter. Bet Porter. What are you doing? 
I did not remember also, that she called the cops, but watching the episode, I was like, she's either. totally going to call the cops. I know that does not hold up. I'll tell you what, that does not hold up for one second. Yeah, that, the, the idea that the, the black woman would call the cops on all the white people. <laughs> oh, Absolutely my God. <sighs> so, uh, right. But also them all being in the pool was another moment when I thought about how much I miss my friends. And also yeah. an ongoing theme on the show is that I wish I had a pool and that I would specifically like Eileen Shaken, who owes me. To invite me to her. Because <laughs> I know well, she has one. The house that my boo and I are in the midst of buying does <gasps> have a pool. So Well, we're maybe on our way. You can come have a pool party <laughs> with us. Well the socially <laughs> we take possession of the house so, in November. Socially distanced <laughs> okay. pool party where we all wear masks and we just dip our feet in. <laughs> we all just are in scuba gear, right? We're breathing our own air system. <laughs> we're going to Zeke's pool. All right, fine. We're inviting ourselves over. Um, yeah, we're gonna come to your pool. <laughs> Just tell me what you drink and eat ahead of time so I can, you know, host appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so Bet for real calls. <laughs> calls the cops, but the, co- the the noise is coming from her yard. Also, that's, <laughs> her that's the funniest part. She has not figured the out that they're in her the pool. <laughs> yeah. How does she not know they're that? Different. She doesn't hear, like, splashing. Yeah, be like, whose pool is this? She'll be like, ah, the woman fuck. who called. She'll be like, never mind. <laughs> she just had gone outside and been like, Dana! <laughs> So Alice goes inside the house to get another pot brownie and uh-huh. Tasha is here. Tasha is yeah. not happy. Alice like, I tried to call you to see if it was all right. And Tasha's like, how could it be all right? Alice is like, I did it for you. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Alice is like, I can out whoever I want. So I think that this is um, not going to go well for them. This fight is not going to go well It seems like them. they're in... T- very, very, very different places in their lives, and that despite mm-hmm. how they do love each other and they're so cute together, that perhaps they might not be right for each other right now. Perhaps, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely get the feeling that both of them have a lot pent pent up that they haven't shared. Oh yeah, with each other for sure about their frustration. Yeah, I like that Alice ends her argument with like, "I can out whoever I want <laughs> and do whatever I want because I live." in the United States of America. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow, you are so high right now. <laughs> that yeah. is a high person argument. I do. Yeah. I live in America. <laughs> the US of A. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So remember before when we said that they left the closet door open? Right. A jar, if you will. Mm-hmm. Well, uh-huh. Adele is cleaning up some bottles and, and solo cups in the house. And wouldn't you know, the That's I imagine Adele. She, st- she stumbles upon stumbles. this whole closet situation. Also, mm-hmm. the caption said soft moaning. So, that's, <laughs> so Adele heard some soft moaning and she went to investigate. Soft moan. soft moan. Of course. And then and she stands there like a creepy creeper sin, <laughs> watching. She pulls out a bag of Cheetos yeah. and is just stuffing them Popcorn. in her face. Yeah. She yeah. drops she her pants and starts like flicking the bean. <laughs> it was, I was like, Elward. I was like, this Elward, is where you you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, then. If, but also I was like, is this Jenny's room now? Okay. Remember so her room used to be all pink. Her room with was all pink. Pictures? I was also wondering like whose room is this when they first walk in yeah. it but then in the closet there's like jenny's shoes are in there so i'm like yeah, oh it is the same closet she was in last time like trying on outfits for right shane but like i was so like i guess her she... room used to be like completely pink like the walls were painted yeah pink. with all those well, like maybe boob since pictures she sold 
her script and is getting oh, all the money from the director. You're right. You know how when you're sharing uh, a house, like whoever has the biggest room pays the most. Mm-hmm. Maybe since she yeah. has more money, she's living in the biggest room because honestly, you know, she can pay that, more rent. that would track for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would, I, I would expect her though to have her own bathroom. You would think, right? Yeah. Look, I don't know what to tell you. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well. I liked Jenny's old room better. I'm just going to say it. Okay. Well, that's fair. That's fair. And, <laughs> I liked it and I hear you. And I'm holding space for that. Well, something terrible has happened. Something really terrible has happened. Um, Zeke's, phone, Zeke's phone died. Zeke's phone died. <laughs> and so uh, we're going to, at his request, finish this without him. We only have one scene left. So yeah. we're going to be very brave sad. and do it. But we are um, very sad. So it's with regret that we continue this recap of this episode. Um, without our dear friend, Zeke. Without our dear friend, Zeke, um, who, as you heard earlier, is um, having a pool party. And we are and inviting me. We are invited. Yeah. We're invited. Yeah. So I mean, Reese is invited. Be... I'm, I'm just going to also happen to show up. Yeah. No, we're both invited. We're both invited. Jody finds Tina, who's wasted. Oh, my God. She is out of her mind wasted she is she like leaning in through the open window of her car to get her phone or something i was like very confused by what she was doing when when jody found her but the the point is she can't drive right and she and for some reason jody doesn't want her to call a cab no she well she can barely operate her phone to call a cab Mm, right so that's fair and jody's like come on just come in and sleep on the soda and jody is like so sweet and wonderful and like genuinely great in all of this. You know what else I noticed about this scene, what? Carly? How did Jody know what Tina was saying? It was dark. <laughs> she was drunk. She was mumbling. Like maybe context they, clues? Like once they get into the apartment, like they're she's often not even like facing her her mouth. I mean, every like it just reminds me of what we talked about when we had Liana on the show mm-hmm. about how they really portray a deaf person's ability to read lips at a like magical yeah. level, which yeah. is unrealistic and um, sets like really weird expectations. Yeah. Um, that's right. It's a really good point. Yeah. I think I've started noticing a lot, which I obviously didn't the first time right. um, I was watching this, but like I noticed a lot. Um, so yeah, she, so Jody takes Tina inside to uh, Bet's house that used to be, Benantina's house. Be her house also. Um yeah. and she's like has this moment where you can tell she's like, "Oh my god, I have to get out of here. Like I don't want to be here. I cannot sleep uh-huh. on the couch in the house I used to live in." Like yeah. It's like she goes, "Did you know I used to live yeah. here?" <laughs> oh, Tina. And then Jody's like, "All right, you should at least drink some water first." Uh, and then Bet gets up. Bet looks like she's going to have an aneurysm. Bet's is like her she yes she does like bet looks like she is so confused by what she's seeing that it's like as if it's not real like do you think that in that in that moment bet was like oh i was i fell asleep and this is a bad dream like yeah yeah or was like i was dreaming about tina and now tina's here but but tina's with jody and tina it is it's it's like a dream it would be like a weird dream dream logic like that's what her face looks like veins are popping she looks like Oh incredulous my like and so confused and like upset too like it's yeah. just so many emotions i mean great acting 
Great acting. Yeah. I mean, also like Jodie's such a decent person and yeah. is so like trusting of Beth that she just like, it doesn't matter that Tina's your ex. We're going to like, we're take care of her. She's our friend, which yeah. is like fine. Lesbians are like that a lot, Always. you know, yes. but like obviously Beth cannot handle having both of them in the same frame. Yeah. And or Tina on the couch, she probably helped pick out. Probably. Well, honestly, probably. knowing Beth, probably not. <laughs> um, Beth was probably a house decor. She top, was probably like, I oh, I already I already picked out a couch. It's being upholstered yeah. and will be delivered in three to six weeks. And Tina was like, <laughs> and then they probably got, and she was like, okay, I guess, you know, my couch Fine, ideas are out the window right. and just throws well, her whole well. HD Buttercup catalog right in the recycling bin. <laughs> It's a really specific, specific it set is, of It's perfect. <laughs> I'm picturing it in my head. I'm picturing yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh boy. Go try to get her some bedding. Yeah, she like puts the puts the blanket on her. He's gonna get her a pillow. Mm. And like Jody is so sweet to Tina and is so sweet to Bet yeah. too, who like left her at the party and was a dick to her. And uh-huh. I'm just like, this is the moment for real where I'm like, oh my God, like Jody, you can do so much better than all of this yeah. shit. Like get the fuck out right. of here. Like yeah. Bet does not appreciate you. Also, she said before that she is normally in poly relationships, but it seems like she's being in a monogamous relationship because that's what Bet mm-hmm. wants. And it doesn't seem like it's working out very well. It doesn't. You know? Maybe they should try and being in a poly relationship with Tina. Wouldn't that have been interesting <laughs> as fuck? <laughs> yeah, then it could be like a whole nother love triangle yeah. thing. You know? God, can you ima- I can never imagine Jody look at Tina and be like slowly just start falling asleep probably. Absolutely. There is nothing. Like, like, they could not be any do... less compatible. What? <laughs> Tina uh, and I, Never mind. I don't care. She's like, oh, sorry. I zoned out. <laughs> sorry. You were, t- were you talking? Sorry, I was thinking about drywall um, <laughs> it's more interesting than you yeah and um that's the that's episode the episode i loved it this is a pretty great episode um I we get it. like the beginnings of starting to see what's going on with adele we get jenny is like full bananas jenny. tyrant at ben- this point like uh-huh. just really taking on a whole new character and a whole new persona. Yeah. We got the adorable house party and the pop yeah, brownies. Which is one of my favorite scenes. Such a great scene. History of L Word. Yeah. I feel like it's the most like joyous friendship scene ever. It's so cute. They all look like they're really so having cute. fun. I wanted yeah. I wonder if they really got like fucked up. Or if they were just <laughs> acting. I mean usually you are not fucked Probably. up on set. But like maybe they did. And they like didn't but also didn't tell anybody. It's like the friendships just feel so authentic yeah. in that scene, you know? Yeah. It also, I don't know, like it feels like authentically queer too. Yeah, like definitely. Like that house party, despite it being full of like these weird straight actresses who had no idea yeah. what they had gotten themselves into. There's, <laughs> there was something very relatable about that yeah. party. Yeah, there was. It was just, it felt authentic and God, it made me miss hanging out with friends and having parties and being silly yeah. together. And oh my God, yeah. there's something so special. I mean, even like, if we were recording this episode and there was not a pandemic that had kept us in our yeah. homes for six months, I think there's like a really lovely thing to talk about here of just like queer joy and like queer yes. togetherness and queer community. And like mm-hmm. occasionally the show gets that so right. And it's yeah. so wonderful to see. Cause it's like, we don't, I mean like, you know, there's, there's a lot more representation, but uh-huh. these kind of moments, these really authentic community moments are still really are still rare 
Yeah. You know, like, cause we rarely see a whole community yeah. on, on TV or even in movies. Like it's always like a few characters. And this is not a whole community. Obviously these are like rich right. white cis lesbians in West Hollywood in right. fictional West Hollywood. But like, it's just, I don't know. And then when you, but they still are, I mean, yeah. they, their jobs are similar to the jobs that our friends have. Totally. And, I mean, we're not as rich as they are, but no. you know, yet like it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any minute now, Yeah, just all the money Any that I ordered will now. show up. Um, yeah. All the money. Yeah. It's been delayed. I guess just a few years, like, maybe. Well, I ordered like it one day. U.S. Postal. a savings account. Service. Um, savings account. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, so, <laughs> But then watching this at this particular moment in our lives so was very sad. Um, yeah. I did not expect it to be, I didn't expect it to make me feel sad. Yeah. And it's like the party that we used to talk about all the time, gay ass that we would go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I don't know, there's something, there's just something very specific about like when you're in a room of queer people dancing to like both the songs that weren't made for you and the songs that definitely were for uh-huh. you. And like, I don't know. There's just those songs. I, I, like everyone knows that like this is one of them. This is one of them. And also I would say yeah. the when you are in a group of queer people and you hear the opening uh-huh. baseline to um dancing on my own. Like and you like I just got chill, seriously, because I haven't yeah. left my house in so long. But like that that feeling of being in a yeah. group of people when like the song comes mm-hmm. on and like everyone mm-hmm. feels it. And there's something like when it's a group of queer people, it's just the most magical thing. Yeah. I like, I stop hating like, oh my God, I'm like in a crowd and I'm annoyed yeah. and it's past my bedtime. I don't care about that anymore. Yeah. And I'm already getting a headache from drinking alcohol. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm not high enough for this. Or uh-huh. like, <laughs> yeah. You're just like, fuck it. I want to dance for, with somebody too. Oh, That's another one that God, always everyone's that one. like. <gasps> it's all the greatest hits from the A Camp dance. Really. It's like, it I would like. Yeah. There was, all, there was like songs I played every single dance. I had to because uh-huh. they were like our songs. Yeah. 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 God, I miss the world. It's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long time before we're doing anything like that. Yeah. That's so sad. I know. I didn't think I cared about that, that stuff because for such a long time, I'm like, I'm old. I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. But like I, in recent years have like, I've gone to gay astrology and it's been, yeah. I've had really good times there. And then I've also yeah. had nights where I'm like, why did I leave my house? I just want to go home because I'm an old cranky person. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm like, I want to be out in a bar, right. in a club with all my friends screaming along to whatever is playing and we're yeah. sweaty and bumping into each other. And it's great. I feel like there's a lot of experiences that as you're having them, you're like, I don't want to take this for granted. Like you're at like, you're, I mean, I didn't have a school college for people who like really love their school and they really feel like they're like, <laughs> I can't relate they, to they, that. They, like, you know what I mean? Like, but like they really found home there mm-hmm. and they found their community or whatever. And like, you know, you know, it'll be over. You don't want to take it for granted. You, you know, you're in a new relationship and like, you know, don't take, don't take yeah. this new energy for granted, but like being able to go or like even having money for a minute, you're like, don't take this for granted. Yeah. It might not last, mm-hmm. but like the experience you never, you've never like been to a club or like gone to a dance party and thought, don't take this for granted. It's never going to happen. No, again. never. No, of course I took it for granted. Of course I did. I was usually like, I don't want to go. <laughs> like, <you> know, like, <laughs> I know. It's like, I don't know if I really want to go. I mean, every other time it was terrible. Right. Terrible. Yeah. But then horrible. And like the one but time. Every other time like it was great. Magical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's what kept you coming back. Yep. Oh, man. And Don then boat coming in was funny oh it's even funnier now it's funny just with the passage of time 
So this is a great episode. We love this episode. Yeah, we love this episode. Um, it was so, so wonderful having Zeke here with us. Sad he it couldn't was. finish the episode with I us. I know, me too. Um, I'm going to do his his plugs real quick for him. Yeah. Um, his Twitter and Instagram handle is Zekerchief. <laughs> That's cute. Like handkerchief, but it's Zeke. Mm-hmm. And he's wonderful and you should follow him. And uh, also a reminder that he is in the Disclosure documentary, which we have talked about a lot and it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen it, you should see it. And if you've you seen it, you should rewatch it because it's yeah. great. Just give it another look-see. A little, another little play on the old Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, he also wrote, because I was like looking into the Survivor thing mm-hmm. yesterday because I don't watch Survivor, so I wasn't super familiar with it. Um, and he had a really nice essay in the Hollywood Reporter about the whole experience that you should Google oh, and read. It was That's really good. Zeke's great. Yeah. Zeke, thank you for joining us today. Zeke, thank you so much. You're wonderful. We miss you already. We're so excited for the pool. Can't wait for the pool party. Um, we're really looking forward to it. Thank you so much for listening to To Ellen Back. You can find us on social media over on Instagram and Twitter. We are at To Ellen Back. You can also email us to ellenbackcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, we have a hotline. You can give us a call, leave a message. It's 971-217-6130. We've also got merch, which you can find at store.autoshreddle.com. There's stickers, there's shirts, including a Bet Porter 2020 shirt which is pretty excellent. Our theme song is by B. Steadwell. Our logo is by Kara Sykes. And this podcast was produced, edited, and mixed by Lauren Klein. You can find me on social. I am at Carly Tron. Reese is at AutoWin. Autostraddle is at Autostraddle. And of course, Autostraddle.com, the reason we are all here today. Autostraddle.com. All right. And finally, it's time for our L words. This is the segment of the show where we end things by simultaneously shouting out a random L word. Usually these have little to no relevance to anything we just recapped. Okay, Reese, you ready? Okay. One, two, three. Lollipop. LA Sparks. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, lollipop. It's a candy that they give you. Oh, that's at, fun. I've um, never, in children's movies. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, there was a ship called the Good Ship Lollipop and lollipops are named after it. Oh. Because that's the ship invented it. The ship invented the lollipops. Wait, really? No. Oh. <laughs> you could have said yes and then I would have been like do you guys know and like that I would have do had this know? like full misinformation campaign I was going out with yeah I said LA Sparks my favorite WNBA team just continuing on Ooh. season five the L word me talking mm-hmm. about the WNBA every episode yeah. um they're playing really great um and Candace Parker is absolutely in the MVP conversation um and I feel like people aren't talking about the Sparks enough everyone's talking about Seattle which is fine Seattle's very good but um Oh, he texted me. Hey, just got the power back. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Thank another installment of To Ellen Back. We love you. We love you. Yeah. Even though we don't know you. We don't know you, but if you're listening That's to this, we love you. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. Bye. It's 